Hey, this is Michael Wynn with Oasis Ministries coming to you today um, with our newest podcast. And I want to say we have missed you guys. It's been a long little bit. Tell us a little bit about what's going it, on. It's been an adventure. Oh, my goodness. It's been an adventure. So we were we were off preaching, and uh, Papa got sick on us. Daddy got really sick. So we came back home, and uh, uh, Daddy was... Uh, he was he was sick, really sick. So we talked to him into getting the COVID test, and he was positive. And uh, called we have this the most precious family doctor. Called him and on a Saturday, and he said, "Brother Wayne, he said I'll meet you at my office at twelve thirty. And he examined Daddy. His uh, oxygen was dangerously low, uh, fever. Uh, they ended up giving him three units of blood, and he said he said he said Brother Wayne, he said I don't want to scare you, he said but we need to get your daddy in the hospital." And he said, still, it's going to be a journey to, to, to help him. And uh, first time Daddy was ever in a hospital. And we they let us go, and they were so kind to us. We got to sit with them in the emergency room for six hours Still, they did x-rays and his lungs. And he had, he was, Daddy was sick. And uh, it was just, it was almost touch and go. And uh, five rough days, five sleepless nights, five days, and... Uh, uh, brought him home Thursday night, and the nurses and all said, "said said preacher, we know that you love God, and you see miracles." Said, but do you realize what a miracle this is? A 92-year-old man is sick as your daddy coming home. So, Michael, we've seen a modern-day miracle, the kindness of the Lord. And I know it's been tough, tough two weeks, and then also with him being in there, and I know you and Mom have been with him through it all, and then that. That space between. So we, I took him in this morning. Excellent, excellent report. It's COVID-free. And Sheila and I, we went and did our test negative. So God has been kind. He's been kind. We're out of quarantine. How was the quarantine? Oh, it was, it was, uh, I believe quarantine is like a lot of different seasons we face, just a real low season. And I made up my mind, you know, I've, 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 I've been a, I've been a very good son. I've loved my daddy. I've loved the Lord. I made up my mind I'm not going to sit down and get depressed. I'm not going to fall apart. But I knew I had to sit there. So I've done yard work. I've cleaned garages. I've done projects for mom. I've caught up on my my Bible reading study, got me sermons ahead, uh, uh, and just prayed and just just walked and was was willing whatever God did. I let the devil know that when I went into this, I'm not coming out this like I'm not coming out like I went in. I'm not coming out crawling or discouraged. Ever how God moved. I, I really felt Daddy was coming home, but I made up my mind every how God moves. I'm going to love the Lord and worship the Lord. And uh, Daddy came home, and and we're just we're just happy and thankful. But it was a long two weeks, <laughs> long two weeks. And then your your mama Fultz got sick, and we didn't go to Virginia because we were quarantined. She was real sick, so it, it's been. Uh, and and you know you got to be careful of. I really want to, I feel like I'm speaking to somebody's heart, but you got to be careful. You understand when you've done wrong or you've done wicked and things are happening, you feel like, well, I'm reaping what I've sowed, but when, when you've done good and Daddy just come off of a 30-day fast and Daddy ends up with COVID, it reminds me of the faithfulness of God. It says it rains on the just and the unjust. And you got to be real careful even when you're seasoned and you're doing your best and everything falls apart. you got to be real careful not to judge God unfaithful. you got to be careful not to question God, not to get draw back from God. You got to be careful that when when think when you have done everything biblically in your power to do and you've loved the Lord and you stood and you prayed 
and it goes the other way, and your daddy gets COVID when he's been fasting and praying. You got you got to understand that that Adam failed, life got messed up. We live in the real world. There's a heaven to go to right down here. It rains on the just and the unjust. But if you'll just keep walking, God will always move. That's where people mess up. They quit walking in the midst of the pressure. I feel like I'm speaking to somebody now. Just walk on out of this. And uh, just a small testimony. It's not even really mine to tell. But during it, you saw God move. Tell them a little bit when I was on the phone with you and the tree fell. That, 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 e- that evening, just at 5 o'clock, kaboom. And Mom always parks the pilot over in front of the garage. She parked it by the porch. Here a big tree fell down, a big old oak tree. Missed the house. I had my trailer out there. I missed the trailer and missed the pilot by about 10 feet. And I stood there and I thought, God, you are kind. You are so good. You are so kind. If Mom would have parked, because I saw the picture dead set where she always did, it, it would have right down the middle. It would have have been looking for a vehicle because it would have took it out. Yeah. The kindness of the Lord, the goodness of the Lord. So your test came back. Monday, and we got to see you last night. So when we was going over, it's like you've done 200 projects around the house. I know my favorite part is when I let the I let Kara out of the car, and she's like, Nana Poppy, Nana Poppy, and runs full blast. And she gets in your garage and stops and looks and goes, this is awesome. It's organized. <laughs> uh, <laughs> little two-year-old looks around. I rearranged stuff and threw stuff away outside if you ain't looking. Touch it year two. You don't need it. Get rid of it. Somebody else don't need it. Everything. I have missed that baby. Oh, she's missed y'all. She's been she, praying hard for what she calls old papa. I mean, praying she hard. She wanted to go down and see him this morning, but we we gonna keep her away from for a few more days. Yeah, she'd run into someone at church, yeah. and they'd say, "How are you?" And she'd say, "Old papa's sick." Old papa's sick. <laughs> old papa's sick. Hey, everybody. He is doing good, but he's so weak. He's just so weak. This thing has beat him up. So please pray. Please pray for my daddy. And uh, he's done working on another sermon. He's ready to get up and preach again. Mom told me what was encouraging to me. He went so many days he wouldn't even touch his iPad and do his routine. And <laughs> he said something kind of funny today. I'm, we're, we're checking around for him a new phone. He said, son, get me one that lasts is two years. Be up to date for two years. How does he know all these words? Up to date for two years. Up to date for two and years. And he says, uh, that's about all I need. And he said, if I last two years, we'll do it again. <laughs> so... He's amazing. I guess the big $1,000 question is, Papa, go on iPhone or Android. We'll have to wait oh, and see. Oh, he changed his mind. He's wanting to go back to a flip phone. Want to go back to a yeah, flip phone? Yeah. He, yesterday, we were totally settled for the iPhone. Totally. And today, he said, uh, <laughs> this is what he said, I'm just too tired to learn it. Too tired to so learn I'm it? too tired to learn iPhone. So we're going back to the flip phone. Um, got some good news, some things that's happened while you, while you were gone. We've finally got some concept art for the children's book. Now, that's exciting. Um, I thought we sent it to you. I'll show it to you as soon as we're done here. But I am excited about this precious little character. I don't know. You can just feel the excitement going on with the whole project. That is exciting. It's fun. We're moving forward, yeah. We become all things to all people. I want to reach every age group. I want to make a difference in every, every one of them. Oh, one big thing we're starting, and if you'd yeah. be interested in this, in two, okay, so not this Sunday, but next our youth group in Sunday school is starting the Bible course and we're all doing it together. So if you know some people, uh, young adults and um, your children that you think it would be good for them to get and be a part of this and go through it with us, we're going to be walking through it step by step on our Facebook Oasis lot. And it's just going to be fun. We're going to do some Bible studies, have some chats, talk about the history. It, it's going to be a good time. Well, I am just so amazed how the Bible courses exploded. When I picked up the mail today, it was new states. People have called in, they've watched, they've heard somewhere. Oh, 
Well, I haven't told you. So, uh, past two weeks, we got our first Bible course in, um, I forgot the city in United Kingdom. Praise the Lord. And we've got it figured up. They've already received one. They've already sent stuff back. We've done contact. Well, this, is, this is just... It's exploding. Yeah. Um, next thing, this is not... This is sad news. Tell us a little bit what's going on in Haiti. Well, we just got off the phone with Isaac. At, at our orphanage, there was no damage. We lost no life, sir. But the island is just so devastated. And and over over we also have a school, pretty good several, six hours from the orphanage. Uh, support a school and a church there. They did sub, sub, sustain some damage, but there was no deaths there. With the people, with our friends, there was deaths in the town. So God has been kind again. But now tell them what's coming behind the earthquake. So right now I was reading some news and watching things today. It's so sad. They had a big concrete structure that was crumbled down, and they're trying to dig them out before the flooding of the tropical storm. So right, and if you guys remember just a couple podcasts ago, we were talking about the hurricane and how it devastated them. And now we're looking here and we're seeing this earthquake and there's people trapped and they're fighting tooth and nail to get them out before they're flooded, stuck under these structures. So if they don't, if they don't get them out soon when the water comes in, it's just going to be and it's devastation. Just, and they just lost their president. Through an assassination. Yeah. And because of the assassination, there's so much military unrest that they're, they're killing citizens. It's been. Please pray for Haiti. Pray for those precious trouble. people. I love those people. And we'll, we'll put a link here in the description. But if you would like to show some of your love to Haiti, please consider becoming a partner with us. Set up, become a reoccurring donor, and help us make a difference over here. Right now, if, if they've ever needed resources in all their time, right now is some of the worst. I, I want to go back just in two weeks. It'll be our anniversary when you and I went to the island of Haiti. Two years. We got, we got to go back. Yeah, I wonder COVID just changed everything. How big the little guys and girls are. Oh, like, you know they're growing. Yeah. Uh, Riding them bicycles. My goodness, flying. Yeah. Now, uh, I, I've seen a lot of pictures. You know, one big thing, we did the fundraiser, that whole hill that they would ride down, it's solar panels now. That's right. So I wonder, I, I guess they have a huge loop around Maybe the over, property. Yeah. But they, they were coming down a hill like this. Thankfully, that hill's gone. <laughs> <laughs> they're just tougher than me. <laughs> Um, next big thing here, um, Brother Shane's podcast. It will be just a couple videos and post down on this page, so scroll down some. He has been doing an unreal job, and he's been it has been powerful, and they took some time and they redid an outreach set for him. Take a moment and listen to that. Say thank you to Mom for her. Oh, my goodness. Mom, she's put in some effort, and we had a theme that we wanted to do. Um, we'll get Chloe to take some pictures and overlay it on the video now, but... We wanted it to be worldwide outreach. And, you know, Oasis Ministries, we've been so blessed. MDT Church does a ton for our local community. We work with homeless. We work with all sorts of things. But when Dad came up with Oasis, he had that go ye moment. And he's not satisfied with Athens. He's not satisfied with McMahon. We're taking that Christ-like approach, and it's the world. So that's what we wanted, that whole set and that whole premise and that it. whole go thing to all be. The world. Go ye. Go I mean, ye. that's what we're doing in Haiti. Go ye. Isaiah said, hear my, send me. That's who we are, send me. Um, another thing, it's been a big week, and I know Dad touched on this, but the Bible course, uh, we had to do a lot of the mail while Dad was gone. We had to do all the mail while he was gone. Yeah. And it was unreal how it's blowing up. I'm excited. I'm and thankful that we'll get to be a part of people reading their Bible, studying their Bible. And we're seeing just, more and more and more in prisons. So please continue helping us pray about the Bible course in prisons. 
We're seeing God using it. We're seeing it changing lives. We're seeing it make impact. We have one gentleman that every time he does it, he, write, he draws a big picture on the front of the envelope. And he's, he's amazing. The Bible will change your life. Just reading the Bible will take you to heaven. It'll make you get right with God if you'll read it with an open heart. It'll draw you to the Lord. Just reading the Bible. Tell us, tell us a little bit about that. What's the difference between reading the Bible and reading it with an open heart? If, if, you, uh, if you just read it as a history book, or if you read it as a poem, or if you just read it to, to find something to fight with, then you know, it's just like a law book, just like reading a, 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 any commentary thing. But when you read it, realizing this is God speaking to me, this is, this is a letter from heaven to every generation. And, and when you allow it to start speaking to you, it will change your life. It, you, will, you will find answers in there. You'll find directions in there. Uh, I have prayed, and, and, and it seemed like the heavens were silence, and Lord, just direct my path through reading the Bible. Tell me when to stand. Tell me when to move forward. Tell me which direction to take. Just the, that Word of God, it's, it's alive. It is real. So you, it, you've literally used the Word of God, not Him speaking the Bible, for guidance. It it over and over and over, and I'm not one. I'm not one. Only a time or two. In fact, it's when you were two years old and you were so sick that I flipped open the Bible. I'm not one big for that, but I do study that Bible and I say, God, there's something in here that'll give me directions today, and I'll start reading and this reference, this reference for long. I said, that's it. That's it. That's what I need today. I know I. I need to learn more how to use it as direct guidance and mm -hmm. things. I've I've used it a lot for. Um, explanation and knowledge I remember one particular time and I was facing just just one of the bigger crises of life and I was on the island of Jamaica preaching and uh, that Bible it was it was like reading a newspaper just my words was running together this might help somebody my words was running together and I read one chapter and five chapters and ten chapters and nothing and just almost like in the in the background you could hear the enemy laughing what's your Bible doing for you now and, and instead of laying it down, it's like the enemy made me mad. And I said, well, this, this is the only hope I've got, Jesus. Man, I kept reading and just boom, I just broke through. And that, them words were like they were coming off that pages. And the Lord gave me directions for how to stand and wait on him and that. And I got back home in this ongoing storm. This was, this was back in probably 15 years ago. But this ongoing storm through the Word of God showed me how to stand and wait. And boom, it turned around. I mean, probably when I got home in the in the thirty minute period, it turned around. After drug on for that long, and exactly like the word of God showed me, exactly. Had um, we talked about this in Sunday school Sunday, and this this blew my mind. Like I've heard this, I've heard you say this, I've heard other ministers say, but when you when you experience yourself, uh, I had some verses that I've read. I mean, there's read through the Bible cover to cover, read it all. But there's sometimes you know you can take your time and memorize a chapter. There's other times you read over stuff and you're like, that's good, but you haven't fully memorized it. I uh, was praying an emergency prayer with a gentleman, and in the prayer I was quoting verses that I didn't even know I memorized. Oh, that's... And I think, I think one thing that's important of the Bible is you're instilling stuff in you that you don't even realize you need, but God already knows you need it. I'm going to be touching on this Sunday. Do you know why right now I can't hide this in your house? No. Because it's not in your house. David said, hide thy word in my heart. Oh, wow. If you, never, if you never let it get in, God can't hide it. Is that not good? And then when you get it in there, God will hide it. And you was quoting verses you didn't even know you'd remembered. Why? You got it, and then God hid it. Wow, I feel the Lord now. You got it in your house. 
Wow. You got it in your heart. You got it in your mind. And God hid it. Hide that word in my heart. So you really can't just, just read and get it in your heart. You read and get it in your intellect. And God hides it in your heart. And then, then when you go before him, you don't think what you're going to say. He'll bring it back out. And, and there's no fault because you know it's all truth. <sighs> it's just the Holy Ghost talking. That's what, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation you're wondering if I gave them the right advice, if I said the correct thing. When it's Bible, there's no second guess. If that speaks to you, you've got to hear the sermon Sunday morning. Sunday morning? If anybody, if this is speaking to you, yeah, take no oh, thought. Please yeah. come, and also if you're unable to come or you're out of state, live stream. We live stream here and Facebook and YouTube. Take a moment to watch with us. I know every time I've called him, they said, well, Dad would be like, well, I was just praying. I was just praying. I feel like that's been one of his reoccurring conversations. I bet we're going to have some amazing church. We have prayed through these last <laughs> two weeks. Through. Praying for Mamaw, Papaw Fultz. Praying for Papaw, missing those babies. Praying for the church. Then we had a lot of sickness in the church. So much sickness. A lot of sickness. Linda, Marty, uh, Brother Donnie. Just, just a... Um, Sunday morning, we had some visitors that have just been watching us from TV for years. Oh, I got to meet them. I know. They were like, oh, we were so excited to meet Pastor Anthony and uh, Pastor Sheila. And I was like, I'm sorry they won't be here today. And they said, there's our excuse. We'll be back. Hey, when, when are we going to upload this? Uh, as soon as possible. Hopefully tomorrow. Okay. Hopefully tomorrow. Go back and listen to tonight's service. I'm preaching on the arm of the Lord. And I'm really excited about it. I want to... Uh, when this, this is what I'm preaching on tonight. I'm about seven or eight years Tuesday old. night, August 17th, the live stream. Watch yeah. that. Arm of the Lord. But I'm about seven or eight years old, and Dad, Dad was always a, had hard jobs back in, whether it was a sawmill or whether it was construction. And Daddy always wore long sleeves, but every once in a while he'd roll up his arm and he'd flex it, choice his muscle. And I thought it, and his little muscle, it was hard as a rock. He was just... Probably weigh 160, 70 pounds, but his he could he could load a he wouldn't lift it, but he could load a 1,200 pound stove by itself into a, a pickup truck. He'd get him a two by eight, and he'd start scooting it up. He was just strong as an ox. And when I saw his muscle, I always I tell everybody, my daddy's so strong. And Isaiah 53 and one, who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? So 10,000 people probably saw my daddy, but only two or three saw his muscle. So we got churches everywhere, but nobody sees God's muscle. They think he's tired and he's weak and we can just make it. He's the Almighty. He's, he's the creator of life. And in the last few days, he's let me see his muscle. He's, he's bared his arm for me. Going, going along with what you said, I was talking to a friend the other day, and he was saying how he lives near an extremely large church, just a mega church. And I was thinking it's, it's one thing to see the building. If he can only realize the strength inside, that could help Wow. Him. That's good. And it, I guess there's in America, we're a Christian nation. We all see the outside of them. But if we could all see the power within them. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good thought. Well, I'm excited about you getting the youth doing the Bible study course. Maybe people do it in their homes or some church Bible study groups, some family groups when everything's so hard during this season. It'd be a good time. They could even do it on Zoom. They could do it over the phone. They can have Bibles. If they can't get together, they can do it different ways, just Bible studies. Well, that's what we, we had some ideas about yeah. that. Wanted to spread yeah. this out and hit some youth all over. I, 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 I want to make a difference. We also have a private Facebook youth group for ages um, 13 to 24. If you guys would like to be a part of that, you can message um, Oasis Ministries and someone will add you in there. 
Yeah, that's a really fun one. We'll do some fun, silly videos. Won't you ask folks to like this and share it? You know, I'd like oh, yeah. to spread them around and get these, get it growing. I'm telling you, if you're on Facebook, a simple like, comment, and share makes the world of a difference. On YouTube, you take a moment and like and comment on this. It'll help us explode. Yeah. It'll help us get this out to help more people. But from my heart, Mike, I'm thankful that the Lord brought my daddy home. And uh, I'm just thankful the Lord is his goodness, the goodness of the Lord. Where is his strength at today? How, how's he feeling? He's real weak. Real, yeah, we're not out of the woods yet, but daddy got to come home. We're just taking, you know, and the Lord's being kind. He's, he's, he's COVID free. He's just, uh, and he's, he's starting to eat, so we'll, we'll kick his thing. Yeah. He's done working on his next sermon, so he's got, he's got places to go and people to see and sermons to preach, yeah. prayers to pray. Mom said he was already at his desk working on his next few projects and ready to roll. So I got to get Chloe and Jesse involved. This I was going to save it, but let's we're talking about day. Let's go ahead and do it. This this is, and we're going to take one whole podcast about this. But I want them. I want, or I'll, I'll even take nobody comfortable now going down off. And he is COVID free, but I want to get a picture of Daddy there in that corner in his office. And and he and he tells me all the time. He says, "Son, I'm lighting up my corner. Daddy's 92. He's not doing tent revivals. He's not preaching seven days a week. He's not. He's not." going from state to state he's not going to to uh texas and preaching he's not going to harlan kentucky and average preaching once a month like he did but he's made up his mind as long as i'm alive i'm going to make a difference and this corner is my difference and i'm going to meet with god every morning here at four o'clock and i'm going to light my candle and i'm going to make a difference some of you, you may have come through a divorce you may come through brokenness you may come through a tragedy and you just sat down and said well i'm just i'm just not going to do nothing no get up today get up right now and light up your corner Get up right now, wherever you are. Well, I'm not doing what I used to do. The oak tree is still oak tree in the winter. It has no leaves. It has no oak acorns, but it's still an oak tree. That is a man of God. He's not He's not the man of God he was in the 60s, 70s. He's, he's in 2021 now, but he's that same man of God. It's just a different season. That same man of God. Well, what is a, a small first step to getting in your corner and getting, getting with God? Real realizing where you are that you have no power over your circumstance and you can lay down and cry and whine and self-pity and anger and mad and bitter to world or you can get up and say this is this is the cup the lord's allowed me to drink from if he's going to bring me to it he's going to bring me through it and while i'm here i'm going to i'm going to be happy i'm going to have peace because how can i be a soul winner if i'm miserable and upset and discouraged Mm-hmm. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to have peace. I'm going to pray. I'm going to worship. I'm going to read my Bible. And I'm going to find out what God wants me to do right now. In the wintertime, God wants that oak tree to survive. Don't let the winds break you. Don't don't let the the, 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 the freezes destroy you. You survive. Come next summer, you have nothing to do. Come next spring, I'll make your sap come back up. Man. I take that to heart right now. I know. I feel like Dad's speaking right to somebody. Let's let this be this challenge. Light your corner up where you are. You know, if you're on a job you don't like, light that job up. Go in there with the love of God, the peace of God. If you're in a situation you don't like, light that job up with the presence of God and the peace of God. If you're in a season you don't like, Father, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Jesus went back further and prayed, and he lit up that situation. And you, you, ain't, you ain't got to go through this alone. Message us, call us, we'll pray oh, with like you, that. we'll stand with yeah. you, and we will be yeah. with you through this. Yeah. And I know Dad had, I don't remember your title, you had a good sermon that would go right along with this. We could send them. Yes. And, you know, I don't like the last two weeks I've been through not knowing whether my 
Daddy's going to live or not in the hospital, all this going on. But I'm, at my, I'm lighting up my corner. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live for the Lord. I'm going to hold my head up, keep my integrity, guard my heart, and just just light up our corner. I love that challenge. That was my yeah. next question is what was our yeah. challenge for yeah. this week? Well, so. I've come to the end of my yeah. question. Anything? If you have some thoughts, uh, uh, email us, text us, message us, get a hold of Say a thank you to the two ladies. Oh, here. we okay. We got Jessica and Chloe in here, and they are working hard to make this possible. I know. I'm going to tell you all a fun story. Me and Dad, we did a podcast. Takes a whole team. We did a podcast a few weeks ago, whatever it was, and it was just me and him working, man. And now we got more eyes on this after we finished everything. I didn't record it correctly. <laughs> so today, when we had everyone in here, they were making their jokes and saying their funny things, but we are hopefully recording it correctly today and that's because we got a team that's capable i think they moved away but tell them about the family that passed through about a week ago came out from under the driveway oh my goodness so we will do some evening walking and uh there's always some, i love this story there's always some smells around here so i'm heading down to game changers and i see my good friend austin his parents are dropping him off i said austin you want to just walk down with me he's like yeah yeah so he's getting out of his uh, car in that area that always smells bad, I look, and I see a mama and six baby skunks. Six babies. Six babies. Might have been one of the prettiest pictures I've seen. So Did you see it, Chloe? She, she wasn't able to make I'll show you the video. Babies are tiny, and their tails are three times as big as oh, the yeah, babies. They, they, Just it might have been one of the prettiest. I've never seen a picture of a baby skunk. I loved it. You're going to be jealous of me, Jesse. Today on our way back, we saw a mama deer with triplets. Oh. I've never seen. I didn't know they could have triplets. All three of them right there with her, or Steven she saw adopted one. I don't know. I, I thought twins was it. Yeah. No, Steven saw them the other day. Oh, he did. Yeah. It was, and they were all three doing their little dance around the mom. It was, it was amazing. I love nature. God speaks to me a lot through nature. I'll be praying about something, and there's certain ways He'll appear, show me things, and I know I've got it prayed through. Just hold on. I've been telling the whole Oasis team. Uh, <laughs> Look under your vehicle before you get in. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, everybody. Thank you. Share this. Tell somebody about the podcast. Please pray for us. Pray for my daddy. Pray for the team here. We love you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you.